Got a bad bitch on me. What? What? Got a bad bitch on me. She D T F. She tell me she D T F. I heard she D T F. What? And you ain't hanging with the team if you ain't down to fuck. Okay. Well, welcome well, to DTF. This is Daryl and Timory Fun Hour, the greatest sex education, comedy, sometimes game show podcast in the known universe. Hi, I am your resident sexuality educator, Dr. Timory. And I'm your resident sexuality educated, Daryl Charles. Yes. <laughs> so, like, one day you're going to come in there and you're going to be like, and I'm also good at other stuff. <laughs> like, right? I mean, I, you know, sure, I guess. You're good at lots of stuff, Daryl. You're so good at lots of stuff. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I need to, you know... Uh, Life is nothing but a constant, uh, the, the constant struggle of accepting compliments. Oh, all right. Well, then you can just be like, okay. <laughs> then, yeah. All right. Well, thanks. I think, was it, oh man, I can't remember. Oh, I, I, I'm probably going to butcher the, per, the, the person I'm quoting or uh, horribly paraphrase it, but like, um, Oprah no longer, uh, says thank you when people compliment her. She just goes, mm hmm. <laughs> nice because she's like yeah yep I'm fucking Oprah like at some point you just accept it and it's like cool like yeah. you know I don't have to thank you for complimenting me it is nice but you felt like you needed to do it I didn't think it's the end of the conversation but again I'm horribly paraphrasing that's interesting I'm gonna think about that because like so that's definitely like a weird place to be depending on what the compliment is because there's a lot of people mm -hmm. who will compliment you on shit that like is subjective or mm -hmm. is not an accomplishment like to tell someone right. that they are attractive for instance right like people who right. get like compliments on their physical appearance like mm -hmm. what is the response to that <laughs> okay <laughs> I guess it depends on oh, the context. Yeah. Right. It does depend on the context. But yeah, I mean, you know, also, you know, some people, some people compliment you just to be, just to hear thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and with, with those people, what's really nice is to never give them that, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or just never but, respond to their uh, Facebook messages for five years. Yeah. Son. Ah. <laughs> uh, my wife was laughing yesterday because there was something on her internet um, that was a bunch of women were sending uh, the hashtag was like stuff stuff dudes in their 30s send or something oh wow and it was just all the inane like text conversation bullshit that like dudes in their thir you know and again when they say dudes, dudes in their 30s I hate to quote a former president, but they're not sending their best. Oh, you know, um, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, and there was like one where it was like <laughs> this dude was texting. He was like, "Hey, how about we play a game? Two truths and a lie. Uh, you tell me two truths and a lie, and if I get it, then you send me a picture of it's got to be a dirty one. Oh God! All right, <laughs> and. Again, I like you know I'm I'm in my thirties. It's it's almost over. But um, I was like, this isn't that in and of itself. That proposition is not horrible. The thing about the the text stream that I saw that was horrible was at no point was he replied to. <laughs> that complete train of thought was a bunch I said it like as the individual messages mm -hmm. but n there was no con there was no continuing consent there was no continuing the conversation you know what I did last night for the first time so there's there are a number of people who for whatever reason um I don't necessarily know them in person it's not like that um they'll just send me messages like and this is not someone asking for help this is not someone who is trying to have a conversation. Um, this is not anyone who is trying to help me out by sending me links. So let me just preface this with, those are all lovely. 
I right. appreciate people who send me links. I appreciate people who want to have conversations. I appreciate um, people who, are, who reach out for help. Just want to clarify. There are mm -hmm. some folks who just are having a whole conversation that I'm not even a part of in my DMs, right? Like there, there's one dude specifically last night where I had had him muted for years. For years he's been muted, but I can still, like he still pops up to the top of my sure. Facebook messages. And he's just like sending me YouTube links and sending me like event things. And it's just like, it's basically spam, right? Right, right. But it's like, I just muted it. And then I discovered finally that I could send it just to spam, even though this is a person on Facebook or whatever. And mm -hmm. I just, for the longest time of like, he went to the effort of like sending the shit and can see that I have not even right. looked at this in yeah, years. It's not even left on red. Like I'm not reading what you're sending. Yeah. And for years, and like he'll, he'll get up, make his breakfast, send me a link <laughs> like every day for like two or three years. And it's just like, I have questions, but I don't want to talk to you to ask them. <laughs> right, right. Because, you know, I wonder if I I hate to try to be potentially shitty dude uh, explainer here. No, I'm interested. <laughs> I mean, I think the best case scenario, this person is a fan of yours and a fan of your website and, and the news links that you send. But for some reason, thinks YouTube clips are also a thing that you post. And so he's just like, oh, when I see something interesting that I think Timory could put on her website, I'll these send are, it to her. These are not that, though. But, these but, are like songs. You know, these are like, <laughs> this is not related to anything that, um, that's why I wanted, that's why I wanted to be very clear up front. Like people send, yeah, like people send me links that would make sense in my news. I, and, thought, I thought that maybe it was like splatted in no, a couple of no, he did no. like hello. No, it has Isn't nothing. Me you're looking for? It has nothing to do with sexuality education. It has nothing to do with. No, I think he's just. Just sends you just, just a, a bust that, of Lionel Richie. That he likes, you know, and, and it's like I'm not mad, you know. It's not like he's he's trying to be aggressive. It's not. Right. It's not even dick pic territory where it's like you should know that that's rude. In, right, like, right. I'm not like, oh no, you know. It's not that. It's just <laughs> that like you know the decorum. That's like just walking in the door in someone's house without knocking. You know, it's like that. Right. But like. Yeah, there's just, um, you know, that'll happen. And then, of course, there are also separately, there are the folks who will send a hey, and they'll send mm -hmm. a hey, like, every three months for years to nothing. <laughs> I, I, and I yeah, question that question. I, mm, I have too much ego, I think. I couldn't. Like, I, 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 I think of myself too highly. <laughs> That's... And that's, I, I am not. I have never been, and 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 I I I say this with the utmost confidence that no one on this earth has proof of the other thing. But I have never been a dude to be like, I'll send you a bunch of messages, and when you don't say nothing, I'll be like, well, fuck you, bitch, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not that guy. But that is the thought I would have in my head. Like, mm. oh, word, you don't want to talk to me? What? Well, fuck you. But I would say that to myself. And I would move on with my life. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I think that that's the healthiest way to to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I there's so many things that I learned in high school that I don't need. Like, mm. I to this, we've discussed this. Like, you have definitely probably used, like, sine, cosine. I have not. Um, I oh don't. Boy. I don't regret learning that. I have I, right. nothing approaching regret. But there were, you know, there's a lot of examples of things that I learned in school that, like, I have yet to really be able to apply. They weren't, you know, they. Do you are, play pool? Uh, not, not a whole lot. But if like, you play pool, knowing sine and cosine, it can help. Okay. okay. If you know how to graphically, like, if you if you're good at the graphing of the circles and the lines and shit, it's like. 
thinking that way can help. But okay. anyway, yeah, no. I, when you hit the when you hit the wall, it it always bounces back at a ninety degree angle. But that's I think perhaps it was a bad example because it's just like because sure. <laughs> because I remember it at all. But I definitely recall like a lot of things that were mm-hmm. uh, a part of the fundamentals of education that I never really had totally. an application for in real life. And then there are so many things that I never learned how to do, like taxes or. Mm-hmm. You know, like how to have healthy relationships like that was just never a part of a class. And I don't know where people are supposed to learn it because like if your school. Yeah. Like if your family of origin doesn't have that as a skill set, like where are you supposed to get that? Well, I think that it's an interesting discussion because you are you are delving into the taxes is different. Um, You know, to teach you math. And honestly, if you're not running your own business, your taxes aren't that complicated. But um, you're talking about cultural things. And I think that... Or like interpersonal uh, things. like Interpersonal guess- things, but inter- inter- interpersonality is culture. How we deal hmm. with each other hmm. is culture, right? Like that's the problem with the misogyny in our society is the is the culture of it right like we you know that sort of thing so like it's the it's the the big argument over like sex ed where it's like well Mm -hmm. shouldn't a parent teach that because depending on where you come from in the world that is it's wildly different there are Mm -hmm. plenty of countries where it's totally okay for a 20 year old to date a preteen i'm not saying i'd like to do that i'm not saying that i would try it if i had the opportunity but culturally that is what's expected on the flip side of that it's expected that the man in the relationship completely take care of the woman and keep her home and shit like that. But, you know, that's culture. And so there is that debate on, you know, should publicly funded education address something that's personal, like Mm. culture. Now, the problem is that, you know, you don't own your children. Um, They should be able to make good thoughts and decisions on their own, but... So I I understand what you're saying, and I actually really appreciate you putting it from that angle because normally it's couched in like a values and religion kind of way, and right. I I definitely understand it more when you say it as a culture piece, but I think there are some things um, about science that can come in here, like the science of the of wellness. And, like, people Mm -hmm. are most likely to be happy in situations where um, they are able to communicate effectively and able to negotiate boundaries and Mm -hmm. to be able to openly discuss things. Like, Mm -hmm. how would we build those skills? And you you could either build it into a human sexuality curriculum because it makes a lot of sense there. Or it could, like, one thing that my school did correctly, I went to a Catholic school, and one thing that they did correctly is they taught us, like, social skills about how to politely greet people to ask a request to take no for an answer. We, like, Mm. went over things like that, which is, like, if someone tells you no, you, like, acknowledge that they said that. And if there is, you know, if it is appropriate to do so, to ask, like, for follow-up like it's like would it be okay if it were this way or like is there something i could do to change that um if no like then take that and just like deal with your feelings you know like we did do some some degree of social social training around that just like right and i don't know how this would actually be implemented and i feel like in public schools people are already just like busy trying to do the basics but well, I, yeah, but I, I think the thing I, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but shout out to that person. Um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> oh no, I was on I was on a podcast called The Offer. It's an improv podcast, and uh, I can't remember the host's name because one of the hosts' names Paul, and I Paul's a good dude, and he's the one who uh, invited me. I don't remember the other guy's name. I'm sorry. Go look up The Offer. It's a podcast. Um, <laughs> but he was he's a he was a teacher or is a teacher. I don't even remember. But we were talking about what education values or whatever. And he's like, yeah, education is to make workers. Mm. It is not to make a cogent, you know, human being who understands the, the, the dynamics and the historical ramifications of the status. No, this is, yeah. it's, it's so you can go work for somebody. Yeah, that's why and, you're 
in there from one hour to another hour, whatever it may be. Nine to three, right. It's just whatever. get all this information in and prove that if I tell you something, you can tell it back to me. Mm-hmm. And that's all tests are. Mm-hmm. And that's what we that's what the training is for, because <laughs> we're not uh, you are not supposed to move beyond your status too much. Oh, man. All right. Well, you, you can be picked. Right. Yeah. If you're very good at regurgitating stuff, they'll pick you. But yeah. you're supposed to be you're supposed to do what your dad did. We're, mm. we're, this is this is the way that the society functions. Right. And so school is not supposed to illuminate you. College was supposed to do that. Where you would go to learn just for the sake of learning. But then, you know, federal money started getting into it. And then it just became a mill to further the idea of. All right. So right, welcome let's to DTF. To... It's a sex podcast, theoretically, but ultimately the the villain all the the whole time was capitalism. Oh boy, man! I mean, you know, you want to talk about Malbosia out this bit? We also throw in random spawn references. Um, Shall we get yeah. to our first regular segment? Please. Okay. So our first <laughs> regular segments. It is the fucking news. All right, so we are gonna we're gonna talk about some sciency things now. Speaking of the sciency, um, this first story is based on an article that was published by uh, Dr. Justin Laymiller, who is a, a big deal in the field and especially for research-based sexuality. Mm-hmm. So he is writing up in Psychology Today a recent study of this is specific. So this is a limitation. Um, because of the way that a lot of research is done, um, they they seek out populations that they have access to, right? Like, so sample right. populations that they have access to. So that means undergrads <laughs> are doing well, a lot of these studies. I think that the, the neat thing in this article was that a nice, a chunky paragraph for, you know, print media is like, Three sentences is a huge paragraph, but like a nice chunky paragraph goes toward the how they did their study. I can't remember what the scientific term the methodology? is. Methodology. Methodology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They went toward the methodology and they were like, look, this is the best that they could do. Yeah. But this was at a Midwestern yeah. college, Indiana University. Yeah. Well, and so that's where um, like the Kinsey Institute is and where you're going to get a lot of sex research but uh to yeah to to tell you what we are talking about this is a recent study published in the archives of sexual behavior and it has to do with rough sex and like what percentage of people have engaged in it what is what counts as rough sex and the basic the tldr version is like four out of five engaged in it on some level everybody's idea of what counts is a little bit like different um so some of the like i just like reading this list i just kept thinking of all of our like my soundboard over here like right <laughs> like, so the most popular thing that people uh said that they had they had done was choking so uh we had hair uh-huh. pulling good work soldier uh spanking perfect <laughs> being pinned mm-hmm. down being tied up hard thrusting what <laughs> slapping <laughs> You know what's great about that is um, when we first started doing DTF, I made a lot of jokes about hard thrusting. And I was told over and over again that that's not cool. And I have taken that note. And so I saw hard thrusting in there. And all I thought about was, nah, the women in my life have told me (laughs) that it's not It's not the move. It's not the move. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I was I, I was big on 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 service of knocking on the knocking on that back door and uh the answer is no. Well I mean that's what a lot of porn seems to depict, right? And like so right. the purpose of porn is entertainment. It's not supposed to be educational, yeah. but if you don't right. have sex education then it ends up being that. And so there yeah. is definitely a perception that everybody's just trying to get like banged out real hard. And Yeah, uh, and you have to remember uh when it comes to pornography, uh it is entertainment and these people are athletes. And so, mm-hmm. like athletes, they one they train, and two they warm up before the camera rolls. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. it's not just immediate hard banging. Like they've probably been having sex. They've figured out how to l- make it look like there's hard banging going on, 
when everybody is being safe. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Th- these are actors and actresses, and and they have negotiated the terms before they hopefully. hit play or record or whatever. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Again. Capitalism is there, and when money's on the line, people may say that they want to do something that they didn't, but that's not the point of this article. Yeah. Um, so they <laughs> they clustered sort of based on intensity. So they're, you know, like varying degrees, like, you know, being pinned down and spanking versus, like, choking, punching, slapping. There's rough sex, and then there's rougher sex, and um, this is a good point to talk about, like, don't assume the other person just knows what you mean when you're talking about right. rough sex and basically what this what we can take away from this is this is definitely like rough sex is is a fairly normative behavior we should operate from the place that it's not inherently like a paraphilia it is not inherently pathological we could definitely take that and we should also take right. that into our sexuality education so that we talk to people about how to engage in these things safely, making sure that, like, you're, when you're spanking, you're doing it on, like, a big piece of meat. And you're not going to hit the kidneys and, like, you're going to mm-hmm. warm somebody up, like you said. Um, and, you know, we've talked on the show about safety during choking. Um, yeah. You know. If you're going to if you're gonna slap, uh, you want to cup your hand a little bit like, you, like you're keeping a puddle of water in there. That way you get the percussive sound without the sting. Um, unless the sting is what you want, but you can actually put some strength into a cupped hand and get that st- sting, but uh, you'll be less likely to burst blood vessels. Yeah, and we've and we've also talked before about safe choking techniques, which is like it's more about the compression from the sides. We're not actually trying to crush the windpipe because you want to people want to feel held. Yeah, not actually be unable to breathe. Those are different. The, the sex stuff is in the head, so just holding a neck. It's probably enough. Yeah, probably coming in from the sides with a tiny bit of pressure is going to get you the sensation that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that was interesting about this is, like, sexual orientation isn't a huge factor when it comes to men in, in rough sex, but right. uh, queer women are more likely to be interested in it than straight women. And yeah. trans Especially folks... Especially the bisexuals, who said. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, and then trans <laughs> folks are more likely to be interested in in rough stuff. Uh, than cis folks so that's an interesting piece and I it's an interesting piece and you just again man it's funny because it's like I am a cis het man from from what I know you know nobody has offered me anything else but um, that's not true I've been offered (laughs) uh, just want to put that out there hey what's up anyway um, you know I'm a cis het dude and it's it just when you see these things like yeah the straights or whatever I'm like damn it don't let me in with these people these motherfuckers thought that slapping was rough. Like, you know, everybody's different uh, is is essentially the, the, the main crux. And uh, I would, I would uh, make the guess that if you are in a sexual minority, you probably have had to look up things more often than if you were not in a sexual minority. And, as you've done more research, you probably have done more experimentation mm. um, because being in a minority typically means you have to do research that the majority doesn't, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. sometimes for your own safety, sometimes for your own survival. But with sex especially, sex and, and gender, probably just to answer questions that you will never get answered if you don't go and look it up. Yeah, like you're going to go ask your parents about it, like rimming maybe if your parents are cool I mean you mm, I hope I'm I'm the cool enough uncle to do that but I think if it happens in the moment I'll be cool and then when it's done I will go and put a gun in my mouth like it'll just be <laughs> oh, like no. oh my god which is you know I'm a hypocrite you wow. know everybody should love everything do what you want but uh, yeah we're not yucking anybody's yum here on DTS. not yucking no yums but you know there's still that thing of like not 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 these babies you know and that's <laughs> just that's a me thing for Aww. for my babies or okay. for the babies in my life Right, then babies yeah. can enjoy rubbing if they want to. They can come talk to hey, Uncle look, Timmy it's about great. It. I, I, you know, and that, <laughs> and that's gonna be the other weird thing because, like, if they came to me with it, I'd be like, look, let me tell you something. It's the shit. 
And I shouldn't have used that as a as a colloquialism. But it's great. It's great. Yeah. You ever had somebody just just tickle the all right, look. Give it a shot. Take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Take a everybody, shower. Everybody you know. needs a bidet. Everyone needs a shower. Get a bidet. Yeah. yeah. We got clean, got clean things. Then everyone's but the rest of it. Hey, have at it. Gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, Maybe I wouldn't use that term either. Dental dams are a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the only other real thing I wanted to say about this, and we we already sort of mentioned the limitations of the sample population being young people, because we do also have some other evidence that, like, kink in general is more likely to be practiced by people who are older. Like, once you've already done all the vanilla stuff, you start expanding your yeah. repertoire. So one mm-hmm. can surmise, maybe assume, perhaps uh, extrapolate, that the the general population uh, has some degree of experience with this and not necessarily every sexual interaction but like has engaged no. in it on some level so it is not a it is not a crazy thing to be into these things right and I think that yeah that's what a lot of this um, research is just showing and a lot of these articles are, are for is to just be like normalize this as a talking point because this is normal behavior you know, by by any shade of normal, if fifty four percent of your supposedly uh, statistically consistent sample, right, say that they do a thing, it's not weird. Yeah, I mean, like, so normal More has a lot of meanings. More people do it than don't. Yeah, but like, this is definitely statistically normal, if nothing else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they they tried to do. Believe me, uh, the, the articles on in Psychology Today, you can mm-hmm. find it. Um, but it's, you know, they, they went to say like, look, we did the best we could. We in Indiana. All right. (laughs) That's essentially what the article said. Look, it's a college in Indiana. We tried. (laughs) They do good stuff out of there. Out of a. Yeah. They've been doing that kind of research for years. You would. Yeah. And every paper you write, if you write a real paper has a methodology section. So Yeah. The thing is, press releases tend to skip that shit because it's boring. But as we've found out in these past, I don't know, forever years, when you dumb things down, you end up with dumb people. No. Speaking of dumb people. Yeah. I don't know. That's not a really good segue because I don't know who I'm <laughs> calling dumb. I'm not sure. But this is our next piece of fucking news. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, so this, only fans. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we can call them dumb because, like, what are they going to stop sponsoring us? <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, OnlyFans is stupid. If anybody at OnlyFans wants to get in contact with me, my email address is downtrustcomedy at gmail dot com. I will stop saying that you're stupid. <laughs> oh, the price. The price. We could talk about it. Get in my DMs. We'll talk about it. It's lower than you think. <laughs> so this is this is a fun bit of news. So we've talked about OnlyFans on the show a number of times, and and one of the issues with OnlyFans is that they they're reacting out of a a space that's a a very specific economic model where they are they are under the pressure of FOSTA SESTA and they're under the pressure of the payment processors, but also they showed up and they have capitalized on the content creators, and then they just consistently like fuck the content creators over. Like, so all of these things can be true. And the latest thing that OnlyFans has done is that while uh, you can can post content of you fucking or naked on a beach or in the woods or whatever, you have to prove that you own it or that you have the approval of the owner. So in their updated terms of service, as of, like, between February and March of this year... They added in a thing that, like, nothing in a public space. So creators have had their content taken down if it was done outdoors, even if it's, like, nowhere near a populated area, even if you were, like, super far from where any people were. but that's what people have said. But the the terms of use now state, as is a quote from the Vice article, terms of use now state that it's uh, sexually explicit content that, quote, was recorded in or is being broadcast from a public place where members of the public are reasonably likely to see the activities being illustrated. So again, they're saying like, if you're deep, deep, deep in the woods, that's fine. But 
I've watched a lot of Woods porn. Mm. There's no you. You're not one as a as a as a viewer. I ain't focused on the path, unless that is the point of the video. In which case, I'm not watching it. That's wrong. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, but typically it's just it's just woods or it's just a beach. Like so it's like, rarely there's no it's not really sidewalks unless it's like yeah. But like, the, so this is theoretically right. It, like they're only concerned about people coming across it. But this Vice article again, that's that's where we're coming from. This. Um, adult content creator Aspen Eden who does a lot of her content outdoors says that her stuff was taken down and she doesn't do it anywhere that is anywhere near people um, she says specifically that her content was created on either private property in secluded areas it's like deep in a desert or a mountain in a national forest and like none of it was ever in a place where people were around or there was a chance of people it's not like Way it's a parking lot the jungle deep. yeah and so it's like my my immediate response was how many people have gone on to OnlyFans because they needed to and they don't have private beaches and like if you're going to yeah. be beholden to people who have a private beach or who have like an acreage where you can do this like you're just again one, once again you're putting like the workers <laughs> at yeah. the mercy of the you're gentry setting up, yeah you're setting up a system for, ex, for right for exploitation yeah so like now you, there's just going to be this whole class of photographers who happen to have land by a river and a bunch of trees and they're going right. to be you know you're going to be at their mercy for like your content when you know you could be like the brother of the owner of dupont and mm. then you just murder people mm. really good movie uh <gasps> Foxcatcher, i recommend it like yeah. steve carell is a is a monster in there it's i like as, a, as an actor and then the character but like such oh, well done yeah yeah <laughs> What a tangent! <laughs> but yeah, so like that—that that was my takeaway. Because like this is this is clearly them being concerned about the, you know, the prudery, the concerns of like the the payment processors because they're already very yeah. sex negative. They're already anti-adult content, and like what right. we clearly need to do is transition to either some other form of payment that is outside of this purview. I I don't want to be a Bitcoin person, but like. <laughs> I guess honestly, hey, um, you know, just because the people that use Bitcoin may be a bit nefarious, um, blockchain technology, uh, true, distributed ledger technology is perfectly legit in general. Is perfectly legit. Shout out to Katana, Katana Gadavra, Gadavra who yeah. gave a talk about this mm -hmm, mm -hmm, how to do both. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is it's sound mathematical principles. Um, you know, it makes it computationally infeasible to corrupt it. Uh, you know, that, that stuff is good. And yeah, I think those sorts of technologies that would take money out of the hands of Visa and MasterCard would be great. I don't see that happening in my lifetime because those people are powerful and they need to remain powerful. But what could and happen? And I said it with that voice because that's how they talk to you when they're on the phone. <laughs> What could happen, though, is we could repeal FOSTA-SESTA, and then they are not concerned about liability in the same way. So I think that's a thing. I wonder. I, I mean, yes, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, money will rule all. But, uh, yeah, I do wonder because, yeah, I mean, we got these we got these laws for a reason. Not a good reason, but mm. just because of the, the way that we've been operating. I wonder, like, with those laws repealed, if Visa wouldn't just be like, nah, I don't like it. You know, I mean, it's hard, um, yeah, it's hard to it, say. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. I it's just I assume so much of this is just like our lawyers said it's not worth it. We don't care. Like, well, I think it's it's the sort of thing where it's like okay, false assessed is in place. This is you know, um, it it prohibits it puts websites on the hook for a lot of stuff. I think a lot of these websites they they take the same path that the music industry did with the parental advisory sticker. And what the movies did with um, the MPAA and and rating movies, they hurry up and get way more conservative than the government is currently, so that the government doesn't show up and regulate things because mm -hmm. regulations cost money. It costs money to read them. It costs money to understand them. It costs money to fight them. Um, so the business is like, look, if we just say we're being good. And we do these public 
facing things to say, hey, we're trying to be good about this. And uh, then then the government will leave us alone. And the government will, because they're already getting paid off by these people. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's that thing. And it sucks because the problem that only the problem that OnlyFans creators have is that their content is sexual and this is America and we are bad at sex Mm -hmm. like education sex in culture like we just are like it's easy to paint sex as the villain and it's not even the performers that are being painted as villain it's the sex that is bad and so because sex is happening they can put all kinds of stipulations on that no company is going to stand up and go this is fucking bullshit even though I'm sure OnlyFans has some weight they could throw around in this argument but they're not going to do that and and the site is also proven to benefit those who are already pretty powerful like we've already talked about like Bella Thorne and the idea of somebody Mm -hmm. coming in who already has a huge platform and already has plenty of ways to make money being able to come Mm -hmm. in and and use OnlyFans to to make more money and then what they do is change their terms of service and the way that they pay people out so that the folks who are relying upon it for survival are going to be impacted and that's you know a lot of people it's a very small number of people who make most of the money on that site right so I don't know but it's (laughs) if if (laughs) if your business model is to make money off transactions there's no better thing than to have a couple people making a lot of money and you can use them to get more people in because mm-hmm. you're just making money off the transactions but yeah. you know yeah um yeah i i do think like yeah OnlyFans has the ability to to put a line in the sand but the line in the sand that they're putting is against the people who are creating the things for them but they feel like and probably at this point are too big to fail right there's there's like how many other platforms are there this is the internet there's, there's a lot of them but there you can create your own platforms mm-hmm. the thing i was thinking when i read this was man people need to learn fucking php and html this shit is well, not there, tough there are other sites that we could recommend like for instance our guest just a few weeks ago alabaster uh uses frisk mm-hmm. which is a site that is run by a sex worker so it is a much more <laughs> equitable distribution of payment what is it called frisk F-R-I-S-K. Yeah. So it's a lot less popular as a form because it's just not, you know, as well known. But there are other there are other platforms. Like, again, one of the things that I just talk about every time I talk about ethics and porn is go to the producers themselves and be like, what's the best yeah. way to support you? And if they have a link tree, odds are good they have a link tree, like, in their bio, on their Instagram, their Twitter, whatever. Like, find out what they have in there. Um see if you can just buy clips directly from them like see if you can yeah. just go like patreon like kicked a lot of content creators out but maybe they have something you know else that like whatever whatever they're using so there are usually ways around it you yeah. can do it but yeah you just can't be you can't be lazy about it i don't want to paint anybody as like oh you haven't cared enough uh you've been paying for porn but you haven't been caring about it correctly i'm not trying to do that but like yeah the closer you get to the producer of the porn um the 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 more ethical the the, consumption is, the less you're paying some random person who didn't have anything to do with the creation the better you know that's but we want to get the the content there's that there's the weird dynamic of like you know well now we have smartphones and, and and very tiny cameras and it's becoming easier to set up your home for production right mm-hmm. like you can it's becoming a lot easier to do that before you couldn't you needed a person who knew how to do that shit and so that was that they were the middle of the man they, they were able to take raw footage and turn it into a video now this stuff can happen you, you know you can do it in your home with a not even a decent laptop. You can use a shitty laptop and get it done. It'll take you longer. But like, you know, these things are the 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 technology is now making the world flat in that way, right? More people have access to it. So to all that to say, we are in a time where you if you really like a performer, you can probably figure out a way to pay them directly 
for the things they're making or uh, pay for the things they're making from people that they tell you to go get it from Mm -hmm. because they have deals set up where they make you know uh, more of the money than if you just go get it for free on random tube site Mm -hmm. all right well that's our latest in OnlyFans news. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's time to go to our next. It was a regular segment back in the before times, but we're bringing it back. Our next mm-hmm. regular segment, which is a fucking idiot, fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's where, if you have if you have no context uh, skills. That's where we find an article that we really like what's happening. And we find an article that we really hate what's happening. And we typically do it in the other way because uh, it makes everyone stay for the dance party after the show. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. We promise. We'll be back in our our One of these days. And I mean, yo. You're staying for the dance party afterwards. I tell you what. That's what's happening. I, I mean, I might not wear pants. Like, I'm talking about dumb I mean, dumb. I I I do not envy me. Uh, I want to be outside so bad. <laughs> yeah, future future you is gonna have a great time. Um, all right, so let's go to fucking idiot. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, okay. So this is an article <laughs> that was reported in People. Raffaella Spone. 50 years old of Pennsylvania. Five decades, folks. <sighs> decades. Five gotta, of them. And why has he got to be Pennsylvania? So she's accused of digitally manipulating <laughs> yeah. photos and video of her teenage daughter's cheerleading rivals, right? So mm-hmm. she's harassing children. She was charged with three misdemeanor counts of child harassment, uh, cyber harassment of a child, and three counts of harassment. So allegedly she sent anonymous deep fake images and videos to make it look like the girls that she's apparently rivals of were smoking drinking and posing nude um and sent them to the cheerleading squad the victory vipers which what and um (laughs) she sent texts and voice messages suggesting one of them commit suicide (laughs) shout out to Doylestown son Y'all keep it real. Woo! Keep it a buck. Like, I mean, it wasn't two years ago that we were talking about AI Mm -hmm. figuring out how to do really good deep fakes. Mm -hmm. And now we got random 50, and I'm not trying to be ageist, but we got random 50-year-old lady in the middle of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just figuring out through nothing but the bile in her body (laughs) how to take the faces of her children's enemies and put them onto other faces I mean you know it's it's this is like it's like fucking megamind right where it's like this person (laughs) is bad they're not good for the city but damn it they work hard and can't that just be enough okay yes (laughs) and um, she got super caught though. Here's the thing: is like mm-hmm. she sends mm-hmm. these, it, it includes like she sends them to the the mothers. She shows an image of this this woman's daughter in bikini attire with comments written all over it, with like, <laughs> this is a quote: "Toxic traits, revenge, <laughs> dating boys, and smoking." According to the complaint, which is just like, oh my god, they're dating boys! Wow. Um. <laughs> The second parent received messages that purported to show her daughter was drinking at the shore, which if you're not well, from around here, that's the ocean. Um, smokes <laughs> pot, like smokes comma pot comma, which I still am thinking about, and then uses attention whore 69 as a screen name. But the thing the was... The O is a zero. Yeah, hey, yeah. The hoa. Because you got to. I mean, attention... Four sixty nine with an O was already taken, obviously. <laughs> so here's the thing, though: detectives were able to track the phone numbers, uh, use you know, and the IP address used, and so it seems like this was 
solved pretty quickly, and the preliminary hearing is scheduled for March 30th. <laughs> yeah, this is why, um, you know, when you when you you have to. I I've I've spent enough time uh, as an academic using and learning about how computers operate that I wouldn't send anybody some shit like this. But if I were to, mm-hmm. I'd need eight months. Yeah. Like, I would really think about how to obfuscate my personal, I, personally identifiable information. That's called PII if you're in the know. And I have a feeling, uh, just a tingle of a feeling, that Rafaela Spone doesn't know what PII is. Yeah. And if you don't know that, I think you shouldn't deep fake some children. Oh, God. Or anyone ever. Or anyone. I mean, you know, don't deep fake adults. Hey. <laughs> hey hot <don't>. take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our hot take at DCF is don't deep fake people. How about that? Don't deep fake people. And if you don't know what a deep fake is, deep fakes essentially where you just take like a someone's face. It's 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 the Nicolas Cage John Travolta movie where you just take someone's face, face and you put it on another Off. face. You use computers to do it. I could explain what the computers do. It really is just a matter of the um, distance between particular points on the face, and mm-hmm. it just maps the two, and then it's able to do that. I've stumbled upon some deep fakes in my internet perusing, and typically you can tell. Like, we, we aren't. I mean, again, this I don't think Rafael Lispone works at Lucas Films, right? I, I don't think that she's, you know, on the cutting it. She's not she's not a her, yeah, part-time Pixar engineer, Rafaela Spone of Doylestown, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I don't think that I think that if if that's the case, they really buried the lead <laughs> in this article. But yeah, um, you know, if you're gonna do dumb, if you're gonna do nefarious internet shit, please Go read internet for dummies. <laughs> at least. At least. Like, figure out the... Easy. Off the top of my head. Honestly, I have not thought about this yet. You get a VPN. You download an app <laughs> that can uh, send text messages and uh, cut off that part of information from there. You could probably Google it and figure that out and be able to do what she did and not get caught the way she did. But again, if you don't respond to three of my messages in a row, I'll probably never talk to you again. That's the kind of person I am. (laughs) All right. Well, I was kind of hoping that the conversation here would be like about, I don't know where I thought we would go with this, but no, we have just tough people. Like, if you're going to do deep fakes, don't get caught. <laughs> if I'm you not, get caught, I'm, don't I'm mention DTF. Is, <laughs> I'm not saying if you, I mean, if you're going to do, if you're going to do, um, one of my very good friends, uh, Donnell, his father said, uh, and we quote him often, but he said, uh, if you're going to be stupid, don't be halfway stupid. Mm. Be all the way stupid. Mm. Like, if you're going to do something dumb, fucking live it up. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, if you really don't like your children's friends wow. this much, do some research before you break the law. Mm-hmm. Or just break one law at a time. That's another thing. That's a completely different topic. Yeah. All right. But so, yeah, fucking idiot. Yeah. That means it's a good it's a good time now because this means yeah. we get to go to fucking brilliance. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So we talked earlier today, <laughs> just a few minutes ago, about OnlyFans and like <laughs> doing content on public land or outdoors or whatever, which leads us to our fucking brilliant, which is based off of a very fun article posted on mindbodygreen.com, which is about how to fuck outdoors. <laughs> like, so you're camping, right? And yeah, you're going to go you're camping. You're going to go get it on. get it on. How do you do that safely and comfortably? And, you know, they're very clear on, like, you know, take care of laws and, you know, like, it's not, you know, don't 
don't do it in in places where kids are going to see you. It's a misdemeanor in most right. places. You could end up on a sex offender registry. Um, but there is, yeah. you know, you know, nature is beautiful and it's sacred, and yeah, you should go have sex in it. Um, nature is a lot of people's church. Like yeah. they feel like that's the closest that they get to like understanding or being a part of nature and shit like that. And I understand that feeling. You know, man, I really feel connected to the earth. I want to touch my nipple. I get that. Mm-hmm. That is a that's as human as I don't know, swallowing. I I understand that. But, you know, this article does a lot of cool things. One, even though I think they do it too late in the article, they have safety and things to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. One, like Timmy said, keep in mind the legal ramifications. Um, good old cheer, cheer mom didn't read this article. Uh, two, uh, yeah, watch out for wildlife and poisonous vegetation. This is why I don't camp. I don't, I don't camp. I've never been. I I was a Boy Scout for a couple of years, but I uh-huh. certainly never really enjoyed camping. It's cold. It was in fucking upstate New York. We were in a lean-to with anyway. Um, it was very cold. I didn't like it. But yeah, knowing, make sure. You aren't fucking on poison oak. Mm. Know what the leaves look like and mm. shit. And then two, avoid getting unwanted substances near your private areas. I'm so glad someone wrote this sentence down. Um, you know, yeah. Bring real toilet paper and wipes to your business in the grid outdoors. Uh, Nelson says, I don't know who Nelson is, but the <laughs> person uh who Tammy Nelson, said, PhD. She's a sex therapist. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, be clean. And yeah, so those things are cool. But and also there's a lot of thoughts about comfort too, right? Like, so some right. of the things Here they point the out are like... tricks part, yeah. Yeah, like the ground is hard, you know? It's harder than you think it is. And so a lot of mm-hmm. this has to do with like being prepared. Um, and so you can either like think about this from the point of attire because you might get really cold and like thinking about what stuff you can like take off some of to have access to good bits but like still being warm making sure your tent stays warm but you have a little ventilation like if it's summer you don't want to get all super foggy and then you can't breathe in there um yeah think about make sure you get the uh get the onesie with the trap door mm -hmm, mm -hmm. think about things like waterproof gear right like yeah because you know Think about things like what you need to bring with you. Like, will you will you need lube and a vibe? Because if so, like, pack that. There, there's lots of really super mobile examples of those things. And extra pillows and blanket, making sure that you, um, you know, clean up after yourself when you do this because you're out in the woods and we don't want to be jerk stores. You can also think yeah. about, well, like, sex positions are useful. Like, one of right. the things that uh, Gigi Angle friend of the podcast uh, recommends is standing doggy style so you're not like on the hard cold ground you're like standing and somebody's leaning and supporting the weight like mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of options like that or just you know giving each other head or spooning you know like lots spooning of spooning as you're both laying down on what I imagine is uh, some uh, sleeping bags that are unfurled yeah yeah and like bring pillows you know like i don't really like i don't personally camp a lot because i'm kind of like we're either like in survival mode or i'm comfortable those are the options and so for me survival mode means like i'm taking what i get and then i go camping with friends who are like we're gonna make quesadillas and i'm gonna bring this whole kitchen and i'm like why didn't we just stay at your house and just do this at your house i would have came over <laughs> yeah. Like, and, I, I would have came. We could have did this whole thing outside your actual house. Yeah, we could have just barbecued. Um, I'd have been cool with it into yeah. the into the night. Yeah, but if we're gonna be outside, that's typically my whole thing with camping. Yeah, if we're gonna be outside, I mean, like I personally, yeah. like I guess I'm just like you know ready to be tortured and and just gonna survive shit. But there are options in between where you could just be comfortable and you're also outdoors. That is a thing that exists. So. You know, mm-hmm. just there's glamping. Did you know that there's glamping? I was so close to glamping. So Rage Against the Machine is on my bucket list of acts I would like to see. And in 2020, Ooh. they were supposed to go to Firefly and they were supposed to perform so in Camden. And uh, your little president took our country away. So I didn't get to see Rage Against the Machine. Fuck, but I very seriously I was like 
should I glamp at Firefly? Because I'm too old for regular camping is what I learned. Um, should I spend $1,000 to glamp to see Rage Against the Machine? And then they were like, actually, we're going to be in Camden just a couple months later. I'm like, problem solved. And then Firefly yes. was like, you motherfuckers, how very dare you have another engagement on the East Coast? I was like, I know capitalism um mm-hmm. but it didn't happen anyway so i was very close to glamping and i would come back with like stories for you about glamping that's like the old tweeter center right wait what that's the the place in camden the the, the theater the arena in camden oh i don't even know where they were gonna be because like okay didn't I, I used to work in camden in grad school and um yeah, I think it was the Tweeter Center. I, I don't know what the hell it's called now. They and didn't, then they have that little baseball field. They didn't even get to the point where they had tickets available because the world shut down in March, and it was supposed to be in August. Sure. So we didn't get there. But one day I'll see Rage Against the Machine, and one day we'll all have sex outdoors. Game Probably on. the same day. <laughs> I'll be very, If I get to see Rage outside. yeah. I'll be like, Zach Darrow, I'm going to have at least a strong chub. I'm yeah. going to be very excited. Tom Morello, what you doing after this? <laughs> Bring some friends. Uh-huh. Let's hang out. <laughs> make a, make a, make that record scratching sound with your guitar so I can giggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it again. All right. Well, so uh, we did the thing. We we covered, yeah. we covered the fucking news. Fucking idiot. Fucking brilliant. We did the thing. We talked about camping. We talked about Rage Against the Machine. This was so much more than I even expected to be possible. Uh, so if people want to find out more about you and they want to get a copy of Black Gentrifier, they want to get a Black Gentrifier hoodie, where do they go? You can go to DarylComedy.com. Uh, you'll see links for all of the things. Um, you know, I got a Facebook page if you still do that. I got a Twitter account if you still do that. I have an Instagram if you still do that. Um, I have... Uh, another podcast if you still do that um you know hey i'm out here i'm in these streets uh i have uh some classes coming up uh and also yeah the layoff kids are bringing back which one is worse i can finally say it uh we're doing a live version of it on twitch uh guess what we're calling it you're right it's twitch one is worse um that's what we're doing uh, and I don't want to tell you the two things that we're comparing, but they're very prescient. And um, yeah, so that's going to be. Oh, I want to know. Actually, this might have come out already. <laughs> um, it's going to be next Wednesday. I don't remember. Oh, no. Okay. Well, it'll have already happened when this episode comes out. <laughs> it already happened, but you know what? We'll probably keep video up. So you just have to go to twitch.tv slash layoff kids mm-hmm. and you'll find us. Uh, yes, yeah, the 24th. So it'll already yeah. happen. But uh, yeah, that's happening. And then, yeah, uh, in April, I am teaching my stand up 160 class with Helium and I am teaching a second version, back by popular demand, of my uh, storytelling, a comedic storytelling workshop. Um, with uh, the Philadelphia School of Improv, uh, FKA Comedy Sports. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm a very entertaining teacher. So if you want to see some stand up and uh, you'll watch me uh, act like I care about your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Hey, shots fired. Um, yeah. No. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, you know, follow me for all the things. Uh, get to see when I get angry and retweet a bunch of stuff. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim uh, Where can where can people find you? If you want to know more about what I'm into, if you want to read links to articles related to sexuality, including the things that we've discussed on the show, you can head to Sex with Timory. T I M A R E E. dot com. Where just a heads up, I also post poems. On Monday, Porms is my very cute internet way of saying pornography. Uh, mm. So you can you can find tasteful. That. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I I don't like the idea. Oh, tasteful. But like, yeah, it's it, you know, it, porn is art. Definitely on on every Monday on sexwithemory.com. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a curated collection of things mm-hmm. that I tried to represent a, a wide variety of of bodies and genders and, and sexualities it is 
not an easy feat because it is much easier to find feminine and much easier to find like thin and white representations of sexuality but I do my best to try to mix it up and also you can send your samples into so if you want to send in a picture of yourself um you know work that you have created work that you can say everyone in this is over 18 and agreed that this could be published feel free to send it on over sexwithtimmery at gmail.com um, and you can also find links to my upcoming shows and upcoming workshops. For instance, every month we have Slut Church, which is a burlesque show that combines mm-hmm. metal and kink and burlesque together. And we will soon be celebrating our fifth anniversary. And we are currently on Zoom. We are going to have one in-person outdoor show for our five-year Ooh. anniversary coming up soon. So all that information will be on sexwithsomebody.com. And of course, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, where I will be retweeting Daryl a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, it is what we do. All right, well, we fucking banged this one out. We got a bunch out there, so good for us. Yeah, look at that. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks you. for listening. I shouldn't yeah. just say you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you to our editor, producer, Flirt Vonnegut. <laughs> and, um, yeah, thank you all for listening. And we will talk at you next And you ain't Bye. hanging with the team if you ain't down to fuck.